Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. Game is Big Dummy, 844-999-0. Hello, Jeremiah. Welcome to the Men's Room. Big Dummy! Jeremiah, are you there? Whoops. Yes, I'm here. Hold on Sorry, gentlemen, had to get you off the air, but hold on, bitches. How you doing? We're doing good, Jeremiah. Are you on the team sober, team not sober today? Well, I am currently doing HVAC right now, so it's probably, I should hopefully be sober. Let's just go with that. I like your non-committal answer. I appreciate that. I hope they continue to learn this new wave of the future here in the Pacific Northwest, other than Portland, called the HVAC system. It should be sweeping the nation anytime soon. Everyone have central air. All right, Jeremiah, as long as it keeps getting hotter, I'll pick a cracker, saltine, Ritz, Cheez-Its, or Wheat Thins. So my wife isn't an option? <laughs> no, I mean, she is not. Yeah. For a lot of people, she well, is. Not... <laughs> if that's the case, I'm going to have to go Ritz. All right, Ritz it is. Mm. Okay. Which cracker would you compare her to? Ooh. Now I'm hoping for chicken and biscuits. This is one of the few times I hope. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going oyster based on experience. <laughs> or, or Trisket in the winter months. I think after last night we should just call her saltine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> well, you know she does love to eat pineapple, so that's that's, that's why I'm saying my wife. But okay. really can't compare it to a crack. All fair. I'll tell you where to put the rings. All right. Here's your question. <laughs> In Disney's Peter Pan, yes, we're revisiting Peter Pan. What other ingredient is needed for flight besides fairy dust? You got to have fairy dust, and there's one other thing, uh, according to Mr. Pan, that you need to fly. Oh, geez. Um, I don't have fairy dust or this other thing. Uh, it's, 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 God bless it. I'm going to totally geek out here. It's like the, it's like, you know, uh, trying to cast a Patronus spell. Um, you have to believe in... God, bless America. Never mind, I passed. Is it fairy dust and imagination? You're close. It's fairy Happiness. dust. It's either happy thoughts or lovely okay. things. All right. How did you know that, Miles? 
Because you said you weren't either one. Ah, there's, that's why I gave the clue. That was my clue. Like, I don't have I fairy dust. You're not yeah. happy ever. I said, and, I, uh, I don't, don't have, have, I don't have either of these. <laughs> what was it? Ha- happy thoughts. Okay. Slash lovely things. And then the other thing would be fairy dust. So I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, I don't have either. Yep. I possess neither of these. And that's why I walk. All right. Your question. Long Island Strait separates Long Island from what state? Oh, damn it. Long Island Strait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeremiah, you don't have to talk oh, out loud while you think. It's... Would that would that be Connecticut? It would All right. be. Oh, there well, you go. Nice. Oh, there you well, go. Uh, nice work. He can't fly, but he knows where Connecticut is. Game is Big Dummy, 844-999-OLA. Big Dummy! Hello, Alan. Welcome to the men's room. Biscuits and chicken and a biscuit. Hola. <laughs> Alan, are you sober or not sober? Not sober, guys. Alan, do you really eat that Krabby Cracker? So chicken chicken and biscuit? Yeah. Yeah, guilty pleasure. Yeah, I do like that one. Would that be your go-to? Like, do you have some in your house right now? Or if you were to buy a box of crackers, that would be where I'd go? No, I'd actually go for the Ritz. You would Uh, go for the Ritz on the floor. All right. Yeah, Ritz. You could go sweet. You could go savory with it. It's pretty versatile. And buttery, so... I'm right there with it. People point out, they say, hey, two crackers you guys did legitimately forget. And these are fair. Not chicken and biscuit. Uh, graham crackers. And someone else says animal crackers. Yeah, Didn't but, even think about it. Yeah. I mean, they're they're so close, though, to being like a sweet thing. It's almost, like, say, saying, it's almost like dessert. It's like a pita chip. But it's you know a what cracker. Yeah. But it's, yeah. I mean, look. I mean, that's not right. wrong. You're right. Yeah. That's all. That's all. Do you like your graham crackers plain or with the cinnamon sprinkled on top? Oh, come on. Cinnamon. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Look, just like my applesauce. And my cinnamon toast crunch. Anything where cinnamon goes well, I probably want the cinnamon on. All right, here is your question. What island is the boot of Italy, quote-unquote, kicking? Uh, Sicily. One and done. That did not take long. And you know what? That's, how we, were, that's how we were taught it in uh, history class. But yeah. The boot is Italy. The rock is Sicily. Like, that's that was it. And, it, and I think everyone remembered it based on just that. But isn't that, that the analogy. only island off Italy? Like, Greece has two. No, there's Sardinia. There, well, uh, yeah, there's a West. few. And I was just there, man. And I don't remember. So one of the stops we had was Messina. But I I don't remember if Messina was on Sicily or if it's on one of the other islands. But there were like two or three down there. Well, you'll never okay. do that again. <laughs> Game nope. is big dummy. 844-999-OLA. Actually, au contraire. I got plans in the works, Fred. Do you really? Oh, pff, come on. Hello, Mike. Welcome to the men's room. Big dummy. Hola. Hola. Mike, are you sober or not sober? I'm never sober, dude. All right, dude. A stupid question, Miles. Yeah, man. Mike, pick a cracker. Saltine, Ritz, Cheez-Its, or Wheat Thins? Oh, dude, Wheat Thins all day. Dude. Wheat Thins. Yeah. I'm with you, man. I love the Wheat Thins. You smoking or you drinking, Mike? Yeah, dude. Smoking, dude. Always. Okay. Shocking. Yeah. You can't tell. No, I can't. Not with the dude in the man. I say dude in man a lot, too. You also smoke a lot. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, here's your question. That's <laughs> like, exactly. What? What team, what team won the first Super Bowl? What team won the first Super Bowl? Yes, oh, sir. dude. Oh, the Steelers? Uh, was it the Chiefs? No, man, the Packers. Packers. They won the first oh, the, the Lombardi Trophy. Oh, that's right. I used to know. <laughs> I used to know every single matchup, every winner. So what? It was Green no. Bay, Green Bay, Chiefs. Green no, Bay, Green Bay, Green Bay, Bay Jets, Jets, Chiefs, 
Oakland? Colts? Colts, maybe? Damn. Super Bowl five, maybe? Yeah. You're right. I used to know this better, but I guess the yeah. Super Bowls go by, you forget. All I remember was the Vikings didn't win any, but they were in a lot of them then. Correct. They, like, lost four. Yeah. They yeah, did lose the four. Never won. But you always know your favorite team. Mm-hmm. You can ask yeah. them. Like, I can tell you the play where it happened. Right. I can tell you what minute. Raiders, Raiders baby. How many have they won now? Is it three or four? Three, Raiders, I think. I think just two, right? Didn't they win Raiders. with, uh, they went with Stabler against the Eagles. Correct. Did they win when they played the, what, the 73, 74? They, they beat Washington because uh, they threw a huge interception. Correct. Oh, maybe they have won three. I think they've won yeah. three. Not 100%. Man, that stadium looks, in Vegas? Man. It looks like we're Darth Vader list. It's a shame that no one will play there. Yeah. All right. We have landed on the category from head writer Jolly Joe. Yes, it has a name. So here is your question. <laughs> the space between your eyebrows is called what? Is it the perlicue, the drupelet, the glabella, or the lunial? So again, the perlicue, the drupelet, the glabella, or the unal? That is the space between your eyebrows. Oh, dude. Glabella, <laughs> uh, dude? I don't know. Oh my nice. God, Stormite! Oh you nailed it! Way to go! go. Unbelievable! Go. That's incredible! I mm. can't believe you nailed that one. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at Facebook.com/slash/the-men's-room. Now back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Yes, friends, it's time once again for sit and spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh yeah, joining us uh, once again What's from up? this basement studio dungeon, it is Ryan Castle, ladies and gentlemen. So, as you guys know, I spend a lot of time here in my basement uh, looking at my computer um, because I am always looking for ways to raise my spirits. And what better place to do that? Because when you're trapped inside all of the time, you know, in a subterranean room, um, you look for things to to brighten up your day a little bit. And where else uh, to go to brighten up your day? Ashley Madison. Oh, sorry. Facebook? Of course. Yeah. Social media. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Always positive. Sunshine. is... That is, it is. It's digital sunshine every single day, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and that's where today's uh, sit and spin started as a uh, a conversation on Twitter. Uh, the guy's name is uh, Ian, Ian Carmel. Are you guys familiar with Ian? He's a head writer for The Late Show uh, and also a comedian. On You've probably seen him on Netflix or on Conan or on Comedy Central. But he asked uh, a question. Uh, it, if a band's name were taken literally, which band would you not want to fight? I think oh, most white people like, say this NWA. This is like right in your guys' wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> NWA is number one, yeah. then, right? <laughs> but well, that, I mean, that yeah. literally is okay. that band, though. But, but there are like, a you lot. You don't have to take Look. that literally. They literally are. All right, right? would you fight? Fight a guy like if you're going to do uh, mixed martial arts, and I said, "All right, man, it's your first fight, you're going to fight a man named Chumba Wumba." I'm out. <laughs> There's no way that's however, a small man. However, if you're a tag team champion, I'm taking on Simon and Garfunkel. They do not sound like <laughs> right. Garfunkel ruins it. Garfunkel you know I mean? ruins it like, for him. I guess bread does not make the list. I'm trying to think of all the bands. That Air not, Supply. Like, yeah. Well, consider, that could kill you. Consider fighting the band Wham. Yeah. Well, oh, they no, might, you're going down. That, well, Air Supply, you know, too, you, if you don't have that. I'm not that. talking about fighting George Michael. I'm talking about literally fighting Wham. Right. So by the band name, these are some of the suggestions. Right. Who you would be uh, not wanting to fight, the scariest involved, Based on just the name right. alone. Okay. And it also goes to show just how Miss Ten, number ten. There is a house in New Orleans. They call the 
I hate that I like this song this much. It depends on the animal. This is the animals, correct? Oh, the, this this is just animals. Uh-huh. All of them. Right. You're fighting all, all the animals. No, no you it's get to pick all your animals. animals. I'm fighting a sloth. But well, it's it's occurring to me now that I left the monkeys off this list. Yeah. I wouldn't want to fight a guy named Lead. What about the either? gorillas? <laughs> right. I'll take on the monkeys right. before the gorillas, but I'd rather not do either. We could do a whole sit and spin based on apes. I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Really good. Yeah. Honest to God. Bungle in the jungle, all the good ones. Uh, these are uh, ten bands by name that would be the scariest to fight on Sit and Spin. Nine, number nine. <laughs> Could you imagine an entire flock of seagulls and coming not, after not you? Not only that, but you have a tub of French fries, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you have you know, to keep one I, hand on one I, on the fries. Thrill and I tried to pick a fight with a flock of geese one time in Portland at about four o'clock in the morning and realized really quickly that we had made a terrible, terrible choice. Yeah, we agreed that maybe this idea that we think is funny is going to end really bad. <laughs> as soon as they turned around and all started looking at us like, we've made a terrible decision. Yeah, I do remember before that, though, they wanted to rent bikes, right? Okay. And ride along the river. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was one of the greatest quotes I've ever heard from an individual before. Uh, I said, hey, uh, Steve, should we rent bikes? And he goes, no. I don't want to drown. <laughs> you weren't following my train of thought. I was high on ecstasy, and my fear was if we ride along the water, I'm going to fall in. That's the point I was trying to make. Uh-huh. There was Trump. a path. Yeah, yeah there, there was a whole Again, bike path. Right I was really but it was high. literally right next to the river. He sure. could have drowned on a bike. Yes. Ten, not uh, that far ten bands by name that would be the scariest to fight. Eight, number eight. It's a holiday in Cambodia. It's a I mean, does this mean you're fighting a penis? <laughs> Who's the band? Oh, I, uh, the Dead Kennedys. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's the Dead Kennedys. I was thinking the Sex Pistols for some reason. No, no, <laughs> Dead Kennedys. Which, right, now you're fighting well, how many, how many? Okay, sex well, Pistols I wouldn't want to fight either. Well, you got two brothers. You got two brothers. You've also got a uh, 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 Robert or John. Uh, John. The one that went into Cape yeah, you Cod. Got, you got, J- you you got JFK brothers. Jr. You right. got Bobby. Right. You, you got, got uh, John. I mean, there's it's any dead Kennedy, Ted, I suppose. Ted is but Jackie, Jackie O's in there. At the end of the day, do you want to fight a bunch of drunk Irish dudes? No. no. From Boston. No. And now they're right. drunk Irish zombies. They probably invented yeah, MMA. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Little known fact, the Kennedys invented MMA. Yeah. These are our 10 bands by name that would be the scariest to fight on Tim Spence. Six, number six. Now remember, you're not fighting the members of T-Rex. You're fighting an actual T-Rex. Yeah, I'm out. Uh, all right, but out. they were they were a jar, uh, giant chicken, correct? If I'm not mistaken. Sort of. I mean, no, isn't no, that chickens are small T-Rexes? <laughs> yeah, I think that's more accurate. <laughs> we got ours though in the end. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they were tough back in the day. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have some fried T-Rex for dinner tonight. As a matter of uh, fact, these are ten bands. My name. I screwed up the uh, number. We're on uh, number six now, Robert. Is that correct? It would be the scariest right. to fight. Yes. Number six. Been there. Been there. And I will say this. I got one good swing and then it ended poorly. No <laughs> one ever wins fighting the cops except for the cops. You know what? Wait a minute. Because no, yeah. he's coming. Like, you take out one cop, they call back. Now you got three cops, they call. Like, they just keep sending cops until they get you. Right. Yeah. You punched a, uh, a horse, uh, a police horse in the, in the, in the snout. He did. That's terrible and, twice. And got got away with it. 
Yeah, but it was a small riot. Right. Yeah, but he's also on the front page of the Washington Post punching it, which is impressive and cool to show your grandkids. Yeah. Grandpa, is that you punching the police horse? <laughs> These are 10 bands by name that will be the uh, scariest to fight on Fit and Spin. Five. Oh, God damn it. I will fight them. I will fight them. What kind of poison you think it? Sonic poison. Whatever comes out of Ricky Rocket. <laughs> Just do a swab of his sweat. Ah, Ricky Rocket. Mm, it's, a, it's a little drippy. I don't know that I'd want to fight a Ricky Rocket either. Ricky Rocket sounds like when your dog gets excited. I know. <laughs> it's like, a, it's like this, a sex pistol. This red thing, like a tube of lipstick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Put Ricky away Rocket. that Ricky Rocket. <laughs> Come on, guy. Yeah, Ricky's not really a scary <laughs> name. <laughs> Ten bands by name that will be the scariest to fight on Sin Spin. Four, number four. It's the time. You'd hate to lose a fight to people that sound like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is the zombies, right? Yeah, so much like fighting the dead Kennedys, mm-hmm. the zombies. I think this would be the light, least scary for me. Zombies? Yeah. Because they're already are they dead. Fast zombies or they slow zombies? You can do whatever you want. Just take their legs off. They keep coming, though. Eh. Right, that's the issue. It's like about They just don't stop. Right. you got to put a spike or something directly in their head. These are 10 bands by name that would be the scariest to fight on since Ben. number three. Yeah? Yeah. Bad. Yes. <laughs> I don't care if they're fine. I don't care that they're young. It's the cannibal part that would bother me. You know, and I don't know that fighting a cannibal is so scary, except for what happens if you lose fighting a cannibal. That's what you should really be afraid uh, of. People in Germany are losing their mind right now because of one of the most uh, famous and latest cannibals to make the news. He has been given supervised visits to walk around the neighborhood. Huh? Yes. No, but they, but oh, here's yeah. the thing. They have to take him to a different neighborhood, all right? So the people in the hood they, he's in. They know that he's They know who he is. So they're driving him like 40 miles away, but now people in this other town are like, wait a minute. Yeah. That guy's a goddamn don't cannibal. Don't bring the guy who yeah. people here. In Germany, like a sex offender registry, there's a cannibal registry, <laughs> so you have to go around and let all the neighbors know, like, yeah, I'm the guy that ate that dude. And they get to take nightly walks like dogs. A tin man's my name <laughs> that would be the scariest to fight. Two, number two. I don't want to fight Literal Slayer. I don't want to fight the band Slayer. I don't want to fight Carrie King. I don't want to fight Slayer fans. Yeah, it doesn't matter why they call you Slayer. It's not positive. You're probably that's, a serial killer. That's yeah. an aggressive nickname. What? The Slayer? Or just, yeah, Slayer's coming by. Who? And you know, some dudes like Peter Dinklage. <laughs> These are 10 like bands. a big guy named Tiny. Right, by exactly. the uh, name alone, if you took the name literally, that would be the scariest to fight we made it to number one. Again, a really misleading name from the Killers. Yeah, yeah just straight up. Yeah, the Killers. That would not end well, um, unless it's the vibe that they're talking about. Ryan Castle, thank you so much. How's the knee doing, man? You okay? You able to hobble around the house? Uh, it's sore. You still thank you for running. Much. I appreciate that you care. Maybe you can come over and give me a back rub. Are sometime. you still wearing yeah. a brace and all that stuff? Oh, yeah, it's tons of fun. You should get off your feet then, man. Just have a seat. Maybe ice it. Maybe if I was done with this segment, I would. (laughs) Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network.
Well, the reason we asked, where do you go for a little peace and quiet? Right. They say for parents with children at home, quarantining has been intense as many juggle homeschooling, working remotely full time. Parents are having difficult time just carving out any alone time as stress relievers, like meeting up with friends for a drink or going to the gym or whatever the deal was. Uh, They say that on Tuesday, the sandwich chain Potbelly announced that it's uh, testing a creative solution. Parking spots designed specifically for parents where they can enjoy alone time and eat some food in peace and quiet or just cry. They can also park <laughs> or there. Cry. Or just cry. They can park there and they don't have to order food. Since the stay in hold order began, basically what they're saying is, come into our parking lot. We get it. Park the car. You can sit here and do whatever you need to do, and then you can go home. No questions asked. It makes sense, man. We uh, saw Where's that at? Potbelly? Potbelly, Pot yeah. That's one of their locations. Too. Saw some people over the weekend, and my kid had a birthday. And the long story is this. The kids are, what, second grade. So every parent you see is in the same place. They're ready to be done with all this, right? And it's like, but, but we're all roughly in the same boat. I did read an article over the weekend. And, uh, again, if you have kids and you're doing homeschooling, it sucks. This woman has nine kids. And, I mean, to say she was over it, like, the look on her face was unbelievable. Like, I don't want to hear from anybody. How are you in the delivery room on number seven? Go, you know what? I could do this a couple more times. I don't know. Does it just fall out by then and it doesn't matter? Who do you know has the most, like, personally, the person I know the most kids has four, which is not, it's more than I would like, but Uh, but it's not obscene, right? God, I mean, I don't know. My buddy Bernie, there's eight in his family. Yeah, but but Bernie looks at a woman. Immediate family, like between him and He's got three boys and a daughter. So he has four children. Yeah. He has four children, but he's one of eight. Jesus. That seems to be the way it goes. Uh, yeah. And I was telling Robin, I know Robin worked for a while down in Bend, Oregon. And I don't know what, what's going on down there, but it's a four-child minimum. Uh, like a two-child, <laughs> or like a right. two-drink minimum at a comedy club. You must you, have four. You can't move to Bend, Oregon unless you have uh, four children, and each of them have two of their own individual bikes. So right. it's like two bikes per kid, four-child <laughs> minimum. I don't know what the hell's going on down there, but, I mean, I couldn't believe it. It was just like, oh, my God, this is this is insane. Did your parents come from big families? Because my father's one of six, and my mother's one of five, which now, is just unbelievable. My mom me. is one, and my dad is uh, he and his brother. Really? That's yep. it? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, very quiet. That's a fact. Random, random question, question, 844 Random, random. Hello, Mary. Welcome random, to the men's room. Random. Oh, hi, gentlemen. How are you doing? Doing oh, good, boy. Mary. Oh, Mary. Yeah. All right, Mary. <laughs> Mary, Mary. I would like to comment on the last question. All right. Uh, where I go for peace and quiet is parking lots. Every time I call in, I'm in a parking lot. Oh, you do? Well, good. Now, how long yeah. do you spend on average in the parking lot? Um, usually about an hour. Sometimes hour and a half. It depends. Okay. Like when I go down to, I'm at the Everett Marina right now, so it's nice to hang out here on a day like this. And, yeah, it's beautiful. Have you noticed yeah. anybody? Like, have you gone to a parking place or hanging out in your car doing whatever you do, and you realize maybe there's two or three other people that you're beginning to recognize are doing the same thing? Yes, actually, there's a car here I'm recognizing <laughs> from before. Sure. Just waiting for that. She feeds the birds, too. Oh, you, Mary, are you one of the bird feeders? Yeah, I feed the seagulls and whenever these other little weird birds and the ducks are. There's also a, a rookery here of um, herons, probably about 20 or 30 of them with nests. Which is really gorgeous to look at as well. All right, but I gotta I ask you, Mary. Them. Do you buy too much bread and it goes stale, or do you buy bread specifically to feed the birds with? Um, actually, this bread went stale 
usually I just keep cracker snacks in the car and I'll share. Just, or if I go over to Scuttlebutt's and get food, I share. Wait a minute. Uh, what kind of food are they getting from Scuttlebutt's? Yes. That's where my son Cody works. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, we remember. Yeah, we know. We know Scuttlebutt's. Yeah. That's yeah. just uh, right down but the road I think from the Anthony's. That's a good question. Do you get him a burger? Is it tops? Yeah, like what are you, what are you giving oh. them? Yeah. Actually, I shared, I got me a burger and they got clams and fries. Ooh. Jesus, Mary. That sounds good. All right. So hook us up one day. <laughs> okay, Mary, since you're out and about a lot, I'm going to ask you this question because I think you, of all people, could answer it. Not that you really know this person or, or knew who they were, but who did you see naked? Say again? Who did you see naked that you didn't expect to see naked? We all know and we maybe get a chance to see him. Who did you unexpectedly oh. see naked? Who did I see naked that I didn't expect to see naked? Mm-hmm. Um, this came to mind yesterday when I was doing laundry. Uh, a friend of mine about 20 years ago took me to an apartment to procure some marijuana. And she warned me before we went in, this guy's usually naked or he has his robe on and it's never tied. Oh. And I'm like, we're at the door. And she tells me this. I'm like, what? <laughs> Just, you know, give me a heads up. Yeah, That's what he was he giving you. He didn't have a robe yeah. on, but he was, um, well, I was kind of young at the time. I was in my mid-20s, and he was definitely in his 50s and pretty scrawny, and I don't know, it's just strange and weird, and I did not enjoy that. Yeah, but you got good weed, though, right? At least the guy had good weed. Yes, yes, it was. You know okay. his weed was good yeah. because he willingly opens the I door naked or an open roll. I mean, that's... You know you got good, good drugs when you can do that. Reason we asked, who did you see naked? Florida man Justin Mosser had a very legit reason for driving around with his penis out and stroking it as he pulled up next to women driving it in Avon Park, Florida. Uh, he basically told the cop, it's what I do. I need to air this bad boy out, quote unquote. His penis. Bad boy out. He told detectives he often drives with his penis exposed because he gets hot and he wants to uh, air it out every once in a while. He was arrested. Yeah. He said not only that, but he admitted to doing it almost every day. The cops probably, why are you telling us this? Never had a problem with it before, so why do they have a problem with it now? (laughs) Get aired out. Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, the greatest story never told. Available on radio.com. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room. The Ted Nougat. Head chef in the house. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see everybody out here today. It's been a lot of cracker talk today. I had not heard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will just start this segment by saying we do not have chicken and a biscuit in the studio to eat. And people just turned off the radio. Well, you went and bought everything before the show started. I'm sure if you would have known... You know the the craze that is the uh, chicken I still and probably wouldn't because you just don't like them. I don't like them. Just out right. of spite. Yeah, just out of spite. And listen, it's my kitchen. Okay. Yeah, you can serve whatever you want. Yeah. Now I do have my own take on the chicken and the biscuit. You get a piece of bread, you can throw it in some bone broth or chicken broth. There right. you go. My yeah. version of that is uh, a biscuit with a piece of fried chicken on top. That's where I'm at. That would that would be chicken that, in, in a, a biscuit, biscuit. Yes. right? Yeah, yeah. You're, that's a good call there. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're doing some taste testing. I say that kind of awkwardly as I think we've all had these. Sure, sure. Uh, also, uh, I have paired these with a extra sharp cheddar. Ooh. And the uh, secret age reserve. Well, okay then. Well, all right, all right. And realize you actually brought cheese as well. Oh, yeah. 
Got these little things from Cracker Barrel. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Cracker and Cracker Barrel all together. Yeah. It's yeah. a cracker type That's show. That's a today. cracker, cracker barrel. Oh, look at this spread. Look at, right. Look at the presentation. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Whoa. Restaurant quality. Wow. Who did it? Actually, well, Robin did. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I distributed the cheese that I cut up. It was just one big hunk of cheese. I cut them into these perfectly squares. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, during the commercial break. Sure. One day, someone's going to think, I should cut my mm-hmm. cheese into squares. Because they look like they've been pre-cut. You know what I mean? They well, that's that the idea, good. man. We want you to feel comfortable they here. They really like, do look like they've been pre-cut. Yeah, like they I came know. in the package just like that. Same oh, when you chicken. walk into my restaurant, I want you to feel like you could re uh, redo this meal at home. I wonder what it would be like to put cheese on a cheese. I'm going to go for that. Cheese. Yeah, double cheese. cheese. I've never done that before. We're experimenting here. Free flow. You know, the cheese it is a good cracker. All right, I think you should try each cracker on its own, though, okay, separately. Okay, okay. Right? So let's start with a saltine there. The standard uh, saltine cracker. It comes with soup. Uh, your grandma liked them. It comes with soup. <laughs> and your <laughs> grandma liked them. That's it. I mean, I just, of all the crackers today, nobody was really like, man, I could get down on a sleeve of it's saltine. It's a cracker for Iris. Mm-hmm. The crunch you hear, that's a oh, saltine. There right? is some butter in there. It is uh, salty and delicious. It's exactly what you expect. It is the standard cracker. Right? Yeah, exactly. And you're right. It's great for soup. It is. That's the only time I feel like I eat it. Also, be nice if you could buy just a sleeve of them. There's going to be a lot of leftover crackers here today, boys. <laughs> oh, I see. Yes, yes. All right. So you I'll, I'll take the, some home. Do you need to rinse? You, what do yeah. you think? Is your palate clean? We can do that. There you go. Miles, there you go. Get it in there. I right, cleaned the pilot. Next? So up next on the Cracker Challenge... Uh, let's go for the wheat thin. All right. All right. Standard next wheat thin. Line. Standard wheat thin. You should, uh, it has a little more flavor, I believe, than the saltine, but a nice dose of salt on there. It's a good well, cracker. There's this odd kind of vaguely sweet taste to it. You know what I mean? Let me ask you this. It's As a very you eat a wheat thin, does it, do you think, man, I do like these more. I mean, I've always I liked do. wheat thins. I've always liked wheat thins, but rarely do I eat a wheat thin right after eating a saltine, but... When you start with the saltine, then need a wheat thin. You're like, oh, hello, wheat thin. Okay. Yeah, welcome to Flavor Town. Mm-hmm. Also, the wheat thin structurally works great for dips. I use it almost exclusively in my sausage. It too. does. Yeah. It's uh, a little thicker and better constructed than the saltine. All right, I like now uh, Miles and Thrill are using cheese to clean the pellets. Mm-hmm. If you do some kind of a spinach dip or whatever like that, the wheat thin's the way to go. It is. Yeah. But, you know, if you're going to do a spinach dip, let's put it in a bread bowl and cut up a French, uh, French. you know, let, oh. let's be grown up. And okay. I'll watch you eat it, yeah. <laughs> All right, next on the list, I believe we have the Cheez-It. Yes. Mm. Which is your standard Cheez-It. Uh, some people use this as a snack. Not often seen as the standard cracker. doesn't show up on a lot of meat and cheese plates, but it's a Cheez-It. I don't know, man. Right now, it might be in the lead for me. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. All right, the last on the list. It's unique. A lot of people's favorite. Go ahead, there. It's unique, but because of the kids, there's Cheez-Its in the house. So these are the crackers I eat most often. Do you dip your Cheez-Its in anything? I don't. I never have. I really have. Either it's like I. the goldfish. You know, but now that I'm looking at, at them, I'm like, why haven't I? Actually, let me try it with a piece of cheese. That's what I did. I did cheese on cheese, and it was fantastic. Oh. I'm going to make a cheese Cheez-It sandwich. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take one of these little squares and put a piece of cheese in the middle. How are you not a chef? And then put a cheese on top. See, like, look that. It's a cheese Cheez-It sandwich. It's a lot of cheddar, my friend. Be careful. <laughs> He's going to have cheddar overload. Cheddar overload. He's sweating orange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, actually, Chester Cheetah was oh, just a man. human being. Oh, man. Regular Cheetah. And That's then he, uh, the way to go. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of cheddar got in there. And then last on the list, rinse the uh, palate there. Last on the list will be your classic Ritz cracker. Buttery, round, there for you. Loved by children and adults. Okay, this should be, this should be the champion, should it? It should be. And I would think pears oh. best with cheeses. 
This is my winner. Yeah. Still going oh. Ritz. Oh, yeah. I am. Yeah. Ritz, yeah, I mean, Ritz doing win. them back-to-back. To, and look, there's nothing wrong with any of them, but going back-to-back, back-to-back, Ritz just, it dominates. It's standing on the top of the podium at the Olympics, you know? Yeah. We do have a lack of meat on that tray, but that's all right. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. Uh, so I looked up a thing just so like... Uh, Keep talking, I need eat. Yeah, yeah. This is just the leading cracker band <laughs> brands. <laughs> oh, leading cracker, cracker band. Leading cracker band. In sync? Mm, no. No, I think it's. I think you need to appeal less. New kids? <laughs> no. Jonas Brothers. That's getting close. All right. But, yeah. Hmm. You guys don't like cake by the ocean. Hmm. I know that's only one of them. So these are the leading sales of cracker brands. Uh, so it doesn't mean it's the favorite, but the number one sold cracker in the United States? Saltine. Ritz. Cheese it. Oh, cheese really? it. Huh. Yes. Okay. They have a lot of varieties, and they're really making a push right now. They're cheese all over it. my social media. Cheese like, it. Eat a cheese it. Eat a cheese it. I know. I know. By the one, way, one day I'll bring you in this uh, uh, snaps. People are saying, crush up your Cheez-Its, use them as breading on other meat. I have done that, and that is a solid suggestion. Ooh. Like yeah. a cheese it piece of chicken? Yeah. Yep. Something like that. Anything if, like that, man. And it's, if you also take them and, uh, and put them in a sandwich bag and kind of beat them down and make them crumbs, yeah. sprinkle that on top of your uh, oven-baked macaroni and cheese. Ooh, I've done that mm-hmm. as well. Uh, next on the list, and I, I still don't know how this qualifies as a cracker, but the goldfish. I yeah, mean, I mean, it's, it's a different shape Cheez-It. Yeah, basically. But I think Cheez-Its honestly taste a little better than goldfish, but yeah, that's the, a cracker, huh? Uh, after that, the first traditional cracker that shows up on the list, uh, the Ritz cracker. Okay. It's standard. It right. is. After the Ritz cracker goes down the standard list, you have the Trisket, Wheat Thins, uh, Club Crackers, Stacy's, which I'm guessing pita chips. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. certainly how I know her. You know that person who buys the pita chip. The Townhouse, which again, mm. the Townhouse one... So here's the deal. That's Keebler has the townhouse. Uh, another company has the, like, townhouse is like the answer to Ritz from a different exactly. company. Exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. You right. know what I mean? It's like you got Mr. Pibb and Dr. Pepper. It's the, the Whopper versus the Big Mac. Uh, private label. I never even heard of the private label. I guess it's that private. Well, uh, you're probably not there yet. I think private label shows up in a lot of uh, wedding showers. Probably. <laughs> That's the time you buy it, right? <laughs> Stacy, you got the private level one? Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, then. Uh, <laughs> Pretzel chips show up on that list too. They are okay. uh, they're, yeah. they're they're pretty prevalent now. Yeah, and then I just wanted to ask you guys: we're constantly talking about uh, like the ongoing argument between a crock pot, air fryers, uh, the grill pan, and what's the other one? The uh, outdoor grill. The outdoor grill. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. We were talking about that just the other day in here, and I feel like there was a little bit of, you know, I don't know if you guys believed in the head chef. Okay. That grill is together. Oh, it is. No, <laughs> I'm going to be grilling this weekend. Okay. Take that, Robin. All right. I beat you. But you couldn't remember what the last thing was, but it was the thing that you're going to put together. I lured you in. All right. Yeah, mine doesn't arrive till tomorrow, so. Don't take away my win. <laughs> all right? You're going to be grilling all weekend long. I am. Oh, yeah. That's what exciting. are you starting with? Uh, Menju sausage, of course. All right. Good. That is the answer. That, I that's a I'm telling you, man. I, it's... Yeah, I, I still have uh, three left. I'm going to grill some of that. I'm going to make some burgers, and then at some point, that lamb burger is happening. Ooh, I got some ground lamb in my fridge right now, brother. <laughs> and the weekend is upon us. I'm also, I'm not getting into air fryers, but I've made a new purchase that's supposed to make fried stuff, like, things crispier in the oven. Why can't what is you that? just get an air fryer? What Out is of the, spite. What is, the, uh, <laughs> what is the thing that you bought? Uh, it's an air crisper. Did you put it in the oven? 
So it's like a rack that you put on top of another tray and put in the oven. I don't know if this is going to work. All right, and Eric, let us know how that works. Yeah, seriously. I mean, that that could be something I get into. I I thought about you. Yeah, the targeted ads are working well on me during this whole (laughs) stay-at-home order. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, I do want to air crisper. Thank you, uh, Head Chef. Thank you for the cheese and crackers. That was fantastic. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the Radio.com app. This is pretty cool. Dog owner uh, taught her a dog to perform CPR. In 45 minutes by watching a video on the internet. Senior shelter officer Tanya Butler said it took her boxy pixie three less than an hour to learn the life-saving move. Uh, Now when Tanya uh, lies motionless on the floor and is unresponsive, Pixie will leap into action and pound on her chest in exactly the right place. She is so good, the animal management worker had to start putting a book under her top during training to stop him from hitting her so hard. She taught the trick to the dog for fun during lockdown, uh, but hopes she'd be able to help us save a life now if she needed to. 45 minutes. Let me ask your confidence in this. All right, so it's you, Miles. You say, dude, I have taught my dog to do CPR, much like she has, provide all the video evidence, and it is impressive to watch. But I would ask you, all right, you're at home, it's you and the dog, I mean, stop breathing, whatever the deal is. Would you rather be me here or the dog? I mean... The dog is the right answer, by the way, only because I hate your guts. But generally speaking, would you... I understand, it looks great, and she gives the command, she does her thing, and it's cool. But I don't know how great I would well, feel about it. Well, if you have a service it. animal and you're someone that could teach the dog who's a service animal to do be CPR. able to do that. But it, obviously, it, it's possible to teach a dog to do CPR. And in this case, 45 minutes. Granted, that's probably... I live alone. I, I would love to have that dog there. Mm-hmm. I would just say, yeah. I read that this morning and my first thought, and this is true. My dog ate a shoe yesterday. Yeah. So I, could I eat the peanut? Would he eat the peanut butter blob that's stuck in the back of my throat out? Would it lick it out so I could breathe? You know, like I have to teach <laughs> if these that's dogs. What goes yeah, down with tricks, you. you know what I'm saying? Any dog would save your life. It's peanut just butter. real quick, Paul. What would be better, choking on peanut butter or part of a crab cake? Did you choke on part of a crab cake? I'm, not, I'm just asking a simple question. I would I, say well, this. peanut butter makes more sense. I would rather have a crab cake in my mouth, but I can't imagine that I would choke on. I would crab chew cake. it. I think there was some there was some asparagus involved too. Oh, oh. Was this lately? No. No. So within the last week? Actually, no. No? Oh, two oh. weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks? <laughs> what did you do? Did you panic? I took a deep breath and... <clears throat> coughed it up? Yeah. How many different foods have you almost choked on? Because I feel like if there's a I almost choked on story, I know you have the oyster, there's the something oyster, else. The oysters happened twice. Once, like, years ago, <laughs> and then once with you guys. But now I can eat them because <laughs> I chew them. Right. Yeah. That Maybe is, you should eat on works. camera. You know what I mean? Like on Zoom. <laughs> yeah. And that way, if anything happens, someone can call 911. <laughs> oh, if you just fall no. off, you know what right. I mean? They know. Or get <laughs> <Exactly>. a dog. <laughs> the crab cake was just delicious, and the, ve- the vegetables were good. I just kind of woofed it down too quickly. Why did someone you know have 15 minutes of fame? 844 It's going to be a day where Ted's not here, man. I know. We're gonna and like, we're all going to know. It's like, uh-oh. He choked on the crab cake. We're sorry. Well, I'm, so- I'm just asking a question. I don't yeah. know if peanut butter is any better. But peanut, well, peanut butter makes more sense. Yeah. That's it the makes, only thing. I would rather be eating a crab cake, but as far as my memory goes, I'd mm. prefer it be peanut butter. They butt. said he accidentally smoked, uh, s- s- swallowed smoked. a chicken bone or whatever. You go, all right. You know what I mean? Actually, I'd rather go down for having smoked a chicken bone than choking. It's worse than drowning when you're drinking water. I think that would be the worst <laughs> of all. You know, if you make that mistake. Can you like, drown while you're drinking water? Yeah. I mean, you, well... Yeah, I mean, there's a way to do it. It's almost an effort. So there's people that over-drink water. Typically, 
it's involved in like a challenge, right? Can you drink three gallons of water? And it's like, yeah, you can much the same way that glass is chewable. Like, it's a terrible idea. So it has happened where people drink too much. There was a radio station, was mm-hmm. it, years yep. ago, years and years before we got to Seattle. So 16 years ago or more, and the radio station itself got into trouble. Because they had some some kind of competition. I don't. I think like, the competition win tickets was, for something. Whatever. No, but. it was for a Wii. And the idea was, how long could you hold uh, your urine in? You know what I mean? Right. And then you're drinking a lot, and that was the end of that. I guess I don't know. Yeah, that's when we found out you can in fact drown. Why did someone you know have 15 minutes of fame? Eight four four nine 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 zero. What you gonna do? Hello, Ray. Welcome to the men's room. Liquor and whores. Liquor and whores. By the way, Ted, real quick, someone says, Ted, I'm with you. I've choked on so much food, it's not funny. Someone else says, Ted needs a strict baby food diet, followed by noodles. I always choke on noodles. I don't chew them up enough. So you're not alone. Yeah, and it's not like it's all the time. It's just like I just did it the other day, and it just scares the crap out of you. You got to be careful. You got to chew you're going to die. We got plenty of time. Chew, chew, chew. Chew my food. Sometimes you just take a bite that's a little bit bigger. Right. I told my daughter that for years. Chew, please, chew. God, help me. Chew. (laughs) What's your 15 minutes, Ray? All right, so this wasn't me, but this is somebody I went to college with. So we used to sit around and play spades all the time. I had to play spades. It turned out that this guy was a convicted serial killer. Or became a convicted serial killer. Wait, so he had already done his time. Wait, he had done time for serial killing and they let his ass out? No, no, no. So he was killing girls while we were going to college together. Ah. And then about, I don't know, a year later, he got picked up by the cops in my hometown for killing 10-plus prostitutes. Wow. And the only reason they found out is because one got away. Let me ask you a question here. Oh. What, when this, when you were hanging out with this guy, playing spades and all that, were the killings actively going on around you guys at that time? As far as we know, yes. Jesus. And I mean, what what is the sensation you get physically when, when you piece this together and realize that at the time that you're hanging out with this dude or whatever, that he's doing this stuff? So when I found out, I found out because my girlfriend at the time had called me and said, hey, you need to get down to uh, Juliet and uh, right by his house. So I came down there and I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, he just invented Kendall Francois. And I said, for what? She goes, he's a serial killer. I was like, what? He's like, yep. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, man, oh, that, man. That, that is crazy. The reason I, I wanted to know, honestly, man, because I'm, I'm, I want to get a gauge of how you guys are going to feel when you find out about me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just wanted to know. <laughs> it's going to be devastating to you if you're like, yeah, I could see that. Or like, I knew the whole time. I just didn't know. So I just wanted to get a right, gauge of right. how to yeah, affect you guys. Have serial killer traits. I don't know why that insults people. Why is that? I, I don't know. Everybody's like, it's the last guy you expect. And, and a lot of times they're white. So in other words, you expect me. <laughs> the last guy. What you yeah. just said is you fully can see me doing it. No. <laughs> Connect with the men's room on Instagram at men's room live. Our game is Big Dummy, 844-999-0. Hello, Dummy. Jake. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. 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 Jake, are you sober or not sober? Sober. All right, man. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Okay, Jake, you got to pick a cracker, and this is going to be it for the rest of your life. Will it be a saltine, a Ritz, a Cheez-It, or a Wheat Thin? Uh, I'm going to go Wheat Thin. Wheat Thin. Oh, yeah. Wheat Thin. Nice. Okay. All right. I, I stack them tall, salami, and lots of cheese. 
What is your ideal cracker, though, in all honesty? I mean, we've been getting everybody saying, like, oh, you missed this, you missed this. Like, if you go to the store and buy crackers, what do you really, what do you really buy? Usually wheat thins. Sometimes a triscuit, but usually wheat thins. I feel like people that like wheat thins as their favorite also really like triscuits, where the wheat thin, it's not my least favorite cracker, but of the four that are up there, it's the last I take, but I really do not like triscuits. Also, the wheat thin, low-fat, whatever deal thing with a green stripe on it, it's not the worst cracker in the world on the low-fat But when you describe it like that, you're also saying it's not good. When you say, well, it's not the worst cracker. But you eat more of them because you think they're less calories. Or something like that. Right. Do crackers have a lot of calories in general? I don't know. I probably. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. I'm just thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, it's just little pieces of bread, so I would say, yeah. We're going to find out yeah. coming up. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, here's your question What is the drug diazepam better known as? Uh, diazepam. Act like you don't know. Is it know. a common over the counter or is it a prescription drug? Prescription generally. It's a prescription drug. My wife takes it, and I don't remember. Xanax? <laughs> Valium. Valium. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She doesn't take that anymore. That's when she quit. Good, good. <laughs> like, was oh, my she, God. I don't know what's Valium. Wait, wait, wasn't she better on the Valium? No, no. She ended up, the doctors didn't know what she had. She ended up having a nerve problem and didn't do anything oh, okay. for it. So All I'm right. like, no more opiates. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that was Is an Valium opiate? an opiate? Yeah. But, I don't know. Uh, a, did uh, you know that before your wife started taking them? No. All right. Did you notice any, as far as her behavior goes, right? So she got it for some kind of nerve condition, but did you notice a change in her behavior when she started popping volume? Uh, she only took as minimal prescription as much as well, her parents had opium problems. So I see. She didn't like taking it anyways, tried it, and said no, and gave it back. So <laughs> most drugs aren't fun when you have to take them. No. Like people on morphine that need morphine, the more it just keeps them stable. People that don't need morphine mm-hmm. that take morphine, real freaking happy. Yes, they are. Yeah, exactly. All right, multiple choice question for you. Ernest Evans is better known as who? Is it Chubby Checker, Muddy Waters, Little Richard, or Fats Domino? I'm going to guess Little Richard. It is not Little Richard. It Fats? is. Chubby Checker. Chubby Checker. And I discovered this earlier. I ran this by Robin, just putting together that question. If your last name is a game piece, then your first name implies that you're fat. Chubby Checker, Fats Domino. Yeah. So and I'm going go to go by Bloody Bishop. Why does it have to be bigger on each name, too? Like Fats and Chubby. It starts with Chubby. Fats then and gets, Chubby. Then you just have morbidly obese Bishop. And on and on it goes. All right, your question. How many bones are in the human body? Good. 203? Ah, so close. So close. 207. 206. Yeah. All right, question number four, Jake. Question number four. Who was the Hardy Boys' female companion? Nancy Drew. Ah. Another terrible book. Very good. Did you ever read her? I read the Hardy Boys, and they were terrible. I remember the Hardy Boys as a kid, and, like, it was decent. You know what I mean? But I knew Nancy Drew was there. I didn't know much about her. And then my kids, somebody gave them, like, some Hardy Boy books or something for one of their birthdays. I'm like, this really is hot garbage. Yeah, I mean, they, this uh, is just bad. Right. I, I do remember 
Uh, what? Well, uh, we had a collection of uh, magazines uh, that we uh, hid in the woods uh, growing up, and I can't remember. Time? When. No, no. <laughs> Newsweek. Uh, no, uh, and I'm not sure exactly uh, which one, but there was a parody of the Hardy Boys. And we laughed and laughed because we were 10, and there were the Hardy Boys. There were two guys. And they were, what were the uh, Hardy Boys doing? They were with a bevy of women, <laughs> the Hardy Boys. Yeah, they were All grown up. The Hardy Boys. Yeah, hard, yeah. hard D Boys. We laughed yes. and laughed. <laughs> Much more entertaining than That's the what comes to mind now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because it was entertaining. The Hardy Boys books were not. Yeah. Game is Big Dummy, 844-999. By the way, it was like Swank. I can't remember the name of the It would have to be one of those, like Swank Fiesta. We. We, right. Uh, people living to know Valium is not an opiate. Yeah, okay. yeah. not an opiate. And I feel bad. He's like, she's opi- she's addicted to opiates. Like, oh. And the good news is your wife was not addicted to opiates. Yeah, she threw away a perfectly good bottle of Valium's pills. Valium's like, like prescription weed. Oh. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Hello, Rachel. Welcome to the men's room. Hey guys, how you Hola. doing? We're doing great, Rachel. How are you? Are you sober or not sober? I am I am not sober because I'm working, but in oh exactly I got off at four. So what the hell? I'm still working <laughs> when I shouldn't be. Are you sober or not sober? Not sober. She All just right. hasn't left work yet. I see, Rachel. Good news. <laughs> yeah, All right. well, I'm sober, guys. I'm sorry. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be one cracker for the rest of your life. Will it be the saltine, the ritz, the cheese it, or the wheat thin? I'm still a little butthurt about the Trisket issue, but I will say Ritz. <laughs> all right. <laughs> huh. What is it with people in their crap? I mean, look, with all the polls we've done, this one has brought out uh, more, more vitriol from people. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you not have the sour cream and onion flavor? Look, we just don't. Easy. All right? There's only four options. Good Lord. <laughs> all right, here's your question. You ever uh, drink a beer there, Rachel? Yeah. All right, well, you landed on the category, yes, it actually has a name. And in this case, the foamy head on your beer, it does have an actual name. Is it the head, the barm, the float, or the broth? Oh, man, Rachel, I hope you're right on this. Because if not, we're going to have to put you on hold for a week. What do you got? (laughs) The head. It's It's the the barm. You know, I'll tell you what, I'll give you one more question. One more question. Get it in, get it in. What? What? What is the first element on the periodic table? Hydrogen. All right. You leave a winner. Ah, Very good. That's how you end big dummy. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Bobbin and we managed to drink a tie. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Stephen Throwhill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed. And today we toast KCRA-TV, Channel 3, and Sacramento. Now, if KCRA sounds vaguely familiar, it might be because you live in Sacramento, or you might remember that last month, a local news anchor was broadcasting from home because we all know what's going on with coronavirus. She was broadcasting from home, some kind of beauty tips or something like that, and viewers realized in real time that as she is discussing her makeup tips, when you looked in the mirror behind her, you could very clearly see her naked husband showering, namely his penis. He has turned to the side. It was... It was unexpected. Either got rave reviews or just terrible reviews. 
the thing is, that poor dude didn't even realize he's on no, TV. No, he didn't do anything wrong. And it's just, right, but he's just there doing his thing. Well, it's a new month, so KCRA has a new screw-up. Now, in this case, one other cameraman, he's on assignment, and he's getting footage of a fire that's burning. But as he is taking this footage, he's on like a radio call, friendly conversation with obviously a coworker. The problem was he didn't know that he was on a live feed. So he is talking to his dude friend as dudes are want to talk. But uh, we will play you the edited clip of the audio. I think you'll be able to guess uh, maybe some of the words he's so saying. So this is not going out over the air necessarily, as far as the news channel is concerned, but this is their live Facebook this feed. This is their live so, Facebook yeah. feed. Like, so he does not have a muted mic. He is unaware right. that the public can hear it. And keep in mind, again, this is a fire that is important to the city of Sacramento. So a lot of people are watching the live feed uh, of this fire. And uh, here is the audio of him just talking to a buddy. He is pretty f-ing good. He's got a big, big. I heard he's got a big too. So I'm about. I'm about to go put this thing out. The fire. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, this job really sucks. It's really starting to eat oh. my nerves. Oh, this is, this is horrible. This, I mean, at least this is news. You know what I did earlier? I drove two hours to not see chickens being unloaded out of a truck. Oh! Yeah, they're saving a thousand chickens from some farm in Iowa. I'm like, who the f- cares? Right? <laughs> We're in the middle of COVID. People are f- dying. And you're sending me out to do a goddamn chicken story. <laughs> chicken story. <laughs> Look, he was not having it. I like this guy a lot. I really do. <laughs> it just sounds like the regular conversation. Problem was, mics are open. The live feed was there. And this is what sucks, man. So uh, KCRA TV, and the, the hits just keep coming with them this year. They said they fired the guy. Uh... And now, I mean, I, I know some people were upset. But look, the truth is, and I said this to Mike earlier. It's the cameraman. None of us know what he looks like. We don't know who he is. They can lie their ass off and say, you know, he's been reprimanded. We did all the things we have to do. No one's going to know. No, this is the and assignment. This is the assignment editor getting butt hurt. Whoever the news <laughs> yeah. director is, because they came yeah. up with a cut sheet that day where the guy needs to go and like, you know what the hell with them? If you don't want to do chickens from Iowa, I don't want them on this stuff anymore. I like that guy. And if you didn't, but he catch, did make him drive him two and a half hours. But if you don't, if you didn't understand at the very beginning of this clip, they're talking about the size of another man's penis. So when he makes the comment, I'm going to go put this out, he's talking about the fire, mm-hmm. it's the idea that this guy Could do it. is going to pee it out, but then the guy he's talking to says, yeah, beat it out. So the idea is just taking this penis and <laughs> taking down the whole fire. So anyway, that yeah, went like, out live. I don't know. That shouldn't be that shocking. <laughs> no. It's just guys talking, man. And look, if there were two chicks, it'd be roughly the same conversation. I had to effing go here for some stupid-ass story about chickens. Yeah, and you know one thing. If you've ever been in television before, the guys who are in the truck, the cameramans, the guy who... They give zero Fs. <laughs> right. They've been through 55 uh, news directors. They've been there forever. They're like, you know what I mean? They're the guys that you don't right, mess right, with. Right. They're the guys that had sex with more people on camera than you could ever imagine <laughs> for someone looking right. as ugly as they do because they kick game in the van. You know what I mean? These guys... Uh, I'm just saying. I, know I like them. the guy. Yeah. I like that guy. Anyway, uh, to... Uh, KCRA, we look forward to your your next mess up next month. So let's drink. We pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitch hola!
Thanks for listening to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com. Oh, man. A Double Flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.